This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse 95 Radio. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. You've been chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Hope you're having a blessed day, people. And I'm so happy to be spending this hour with you today. Right, so much to talk about on the show today. The first topic everyone is going on about the World Cup draw. Who's playing? Who's going? What are the chances? Is it a shame that Portugal are going to be facing the European champions, Italy? And also, Scotland and Wales might meet each other. So everyone's trying to get in. I'm going to explain to you how the draw works and which three teams could possibly end up playing in the World Cup next year. We're talking about that first. We're also talking about personalities in sport. Now, it's not just in sport. Sometimes it might even be in our workplaces, right, Summer? Yeah. <laughs> just making sure you're with me. Um, it might be in the workplace as well. So we're going to be talking about how personalities can affect the energy in a room. And we're going to throw in some big names for you guys to kind of ponder on and get your teeth into throughout the hour. We're also talking about Arsene Wenger. Now, the legend himself, the professor, has a documentary out, which has got a lot of people talking right now. So we're going to be discussing that on the show, all that and more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the pilot! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live with your boy Omar Adori on Pulse95 Radio. Shout out to everyone who is tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, even chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Okay, right. The World Cup draw, the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs, the playoffs. A lot of teams did not make it into the World Cup, and by doing so, they now have to be in a playoff to qualify for the World Cup Championship next year. How is this going to happen? Who's going to face each other? We're going to go through that right now. Now, unfortunately, the European champions, Italy, have found themselves in this playoff draw, which means there's a huge chance the European champions will not be at the World Cup. It sounds crazy, I know, but I'm going to try and break it down for you. So Italy face North Macedonia in the playoff, right? Okay, the winner of that faces Portugal versus Turkey. So let's say if we do our accumulator, we kind of put them together. What should happen on paper is Italy should face Portugal, which means Mancini's boys will be up against Cristiano Ronaldo and his boys in the playoff. Now, one of those one of those teams will be proceeding to the next round. But everyone is going crazy because imagine 
a tournament without Cristiano Ronaldo. His last major tournament will be this tournament. So he's going to be going all guns blazing. Also, if you think about the players that's with him, Cancelo, Diaz, Bruno Fernandes, Renato Sanchez, Bernardo Silva, the names go on and on. And that's just Portugal. Italy, on the other hand, wow, after winning the Euros against England and being pretty much the team of the tournament, is there a chance they miss out again on a major tournament? So that's path C. Path B, Russia or Poland will play against either Sweden or Czech. So when we look at that, I mean, again, you think of stars, superstars, think of Robert Lewandowski for Poland, and that should be a player that's there. We're already missing out on Haaland, you know, for Norway. Will we miss out on another top goal scorer in the tournament? And of course, Sweden versus Czech as Zlatan. I mean, this guy, honestly, he just does not stop going. Zlatan will be, I think he will miss the first game because he's suspended, I think, uh, for that elbow on uh, on uh, Aspilicueta. But the winner between Sweden and Czech will face the winner between Poland and Russia. So if we say Poland versus Sweden, one of those teams will be going through. And the last one, path A, is Scotland or Ukraine? Come on, the Scots. <laughs> hey, listen, Ukraine fans, don't jump on me. I just I have a lot of Scottish friends. So Scotland versus Ukraine are going to be up against Wales or Austria. Now, I was talking to my cousin about this the other day. You might not think this is very entertaining, but this could be like a cup final. If Scotland meet Wales in that, in that final, oh my God, it is going to be fireworks because there is a rivalry there and they both are desperate to come in. You think of your Gareth Bales, your Aaron Ramsey's, but you also think of the Scotland side. And the Scotland side have a lot of players in the Premier League as well. So thinking of how they'll want to be there, Robertson from Liverpool, Tierney from Arsenal. You've got Billy Gilmore at Norwich or as Chelsea on loan. You've got all these players, McGinn from Villa, wowzers, that could be, you know, fighting for that last spot in the tournament and that's how the european playoff draw pathway is for the fifa world cup who do you think is going to go through text us on 4215 it does a lot or do or start up into my dms at omar duri on instagram and i will name that on the show it's going to be big folks no one wants to miss out on the world cup this is their chance we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after this see you in a bit folks this is the halftime show with omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time. It sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Adori. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Okay, right, so personalities. I mean, we talk about personalities on the show all the time, and we also relate sport to life. And so with lifestyle and personalities, you always get different characters in an office, at a team, in a club, in a management. You kind of think of all these superstars and you wonder, how would it feel to be part of that setup at that time so if we go if we go into basketball and you think of your Michael Jordans of course yeah, everyone's seen the documentary on Netflix with how Michael Jordan was some people said he was an absolute nightmare to play with and some people said you know what 
he just took us to that next level. Now, some clips came out recently on another superstar who's currently playing at the moment. That's Cristiano Ronaldo. Juventus, when this happened, came out and said that he was quite toxic for the dressing room. But there was this video that got leaked recently and it had um, Cristiano Ronaldo and Quadrado. Am I saying that right? Quadrado? Quadrado, I think it is. I don't know. Now, you know when you have to say the name and you just you get it messed up. Um, they were arguing in the dressing room. And as they came in, Cristiano was showing his frustration at the performance having come into the team by shouting, uh, we need to work harder. We are rubbish. And Cordado said, you know, it's not just me. It's not just uh, one person. It's everyone. And Cristiano responded saying, yes, I agree. It's everyone. We need to work hard. And as we as that was happening, you look at his, the manager or the coach in the dressing room and he was kind of trying to listen, but also, you know, start his team talk. But he didn't say anything. Um but the, the, the senior players in the dressing room and anyone who's been part of a dressing room um, team environment, they all know that, you know, you have your vocal personalities and, you, th- and you, you think of what it's like to be in there. Who is that aimed at? What's the psychology behind it? How is the team going to elevate itself? Leaders and captains sometimes are vocal and sometimes lead by example. I grew up to, you know, the type of leaders that I used to watch on TV that were very vocal, very in your face. You know, they made sure that they they voiced their opinions, but I didn't necessarily turn out to be one of those leaders. So I, I question that and I ask, you know, what does it take to bring the best out of you in performance so when you are a part of a team or even you know part of an office or a setup or a project what is the type of approach you prefer is it someone to actually hold you accountable and call you out is it someone who puts an arm around you and actually supports supports you and and is careful with how they're doing we normally discuss the humanitarian versus the authoritarian approach when it comes down to coaching you know uh, coaches especially in the new day and age you know um, have to be very careful with what they say I, I can definitely relate to that you know some people respond better to others but some people and someone said this to me in the team that I coach recently coach call us out tell us what we're doing wrong tell me what I'm doing wrong and so I also respect that as well so it doesn't work with everyone but what works for you text us on 4215 at the or do or start up into my DMs and what kind of examples as well by the way what kind of examples when you look at athletes do you wonder you saw uh, Deontay Wilder in boxing fire his coach because he threw in a towel and, and made him basically he was protecting his fighter but he, he blamed that on his coach and said you know let me fall on my sword basically uh, it, it's tough. It's really, really tough. Now more than ever, I think the awareness on mindfulness, uh, connection, empathy, you know, comes a long way with athletes. This, no matter how hard or strong or like physical they are or the way that they talk, now people are very aware of how a personality can be sensitive and that's also uh, in you know with females or males or in a team environment mixed team environment people know that the dynamics sometimes you have to be careful with because it can be seen as aggressive it can be seen as sensitive and so 
when I was thinking of this segment, I was thinking of personality in sport. Does it relate to your workplace? You know, we, we all heard that Cristiano Ronaldo, when he went to Manchester United, the players around him stopped having dessert. Because if you know Cristiano Ronaldo, he's lean, he looks after himself, he, he's someone who who leads by example. So they were very reluctant to have any dessert in the canteen at the football club. So the first thing is, that even if the football club allow you to have dessert, Cristiano Ronaldo doesn't do that. So people were were in awe of him. And, and so when I look at all the different types of sports, I kind of think, wow, even with... Um, King Richard the movie which we discussed on Saturday's show King Richard the movie was based on you know um, the Serena Serena and, and Venus Williams father who was their coach and he was their mentor and he was someone who was human in the decisions he made sometimes correct sometimes incorrect but there was this element of people thought he was obsessed as a leader as a mentor and and was that good for the kids? Did that allow them to have fun? Which is something he mentioned a lot on the sh- on the um, on the movie. So people are always going to be criticized. Tiger Woods, for example, is another athlete that, based on how his parents were, developed into a personality which some find very very complex. You see, so we're kind of playing about with this a little bit. But let me know what kind of personality stand out for you. And if you're in your office and you're sitting next to your colleague. Does that personality work for you? 4215 with the Salat or do always start up into my DMs at Omar Duri. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back after this. See you in a bit, folks. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in. And by the way, thank you very much for all the support, the likes, the shares and supporting Pulse 95 Radio on our YouTube channel. Thanks to Super Mario and Samo, always doing great things behind the scenes for us. And I hope you enjoyed the guests as well. We've had some very, very cool guests on the Halftime Show. You know, we cover things like mental health, gut health, and how important the brain is on performance and recovery. Right, okay, so last week on the show, we discussed bringing back the old school mentality into the new school. And what do I mean by that is sometimes you have... Um, characters that are very successful and they spend a long time in this day and age we don't get it as much where a coach or someone who is at the top of their game stay for longer than five years when you look at people who've stayed there for 10 15 even 20 years at a club then we kind of reminisce on the good days and say oh i wish we could bring them back but the times and the way that Sports science has changed, the way that the game has sped up, the way that the personalities and characters, as we mentioned previously on the show, have, let's say, are very different to the old school. So now when I'm looking at it and I think of people like Sir Alex Ferguson, for example, who's a Manchester United legend. We spoke about him on the show. Um, Arsene Wenger is another person we spoke about. And he had a documentary. And, you know, normally on the show, we point out uh, sports documentaries that 
is worth watching. Now, I'll be very honest. I haven't seen uh, Arsene Wenger's Invincible documentary. It's supposed to be on Amazon Prime, I think. And I haven't seen that yet. But the things that are coming out of that is something that makes me want to see it. Because characters like that normally protect their team and don't actually mention what's really going on behind the scenes. And after they retire or if after they leave, they tend to be a bit more open about mentioning it. Now, recently, Arsenal apparently have been trying to tempt Arsene Wenger back to the new look, Arteta Arsenal team. Discreet visits, conversations, things have been happening behind the scenes and the current Arsenal manager, Mika Arteta, said he would welcome Arsene Wenger back in any sort of role, let's say at the board or the technical department, to help point Arsenal in the right direction. But we have seen how that's cost one of Arsenal's rivals, Manchester United, in Sir Alex Ferguson doing that. Now, what I was pretty amazed to see is Arsene Wenger apparently hasn't been back to the Emirates Stadium, or at least not to my knowledge, to watch an Arsenal game. Why is that disturbing? Is because for so many years he protected Arsenal, he looked after them, he coached them, he was very successful, he had the unbeaten season, he had the double season, he had a lot of things going for him and he hasn't even gone back. Now, they apparently they'd love him back, guest in director's box, visitor to training ground, possible honorary role, and Arteta has embraced it. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think the way this man has protected Arsenal for years uh, with the ownership, with the decisions economically, uh, paying back the stadium, having to sell some of his best players, it, it, it didn't sit well with me because he was pretty much targeted and blamed for Arsenal's collapse uh, over his last few years. Fans, um, you know, came out and spoke about him and people threw, you know, flew banners over the stadium saying Wenger out. I mean, it was pretty horrible. Um, And now he might be coming back, which has two minds. He said that he... He's given his heart to Arsenal, but he can't give anything else. And that's why he, he probably wouldn't come back. But I have, a, I have a soft spot for Arsene Wenger. And I really think that he, what he did for the sport in England, um, coming from Japan, he, he looked like a, a professor. Um, you know, all these things to revolutionizing the sport in England I mean that that is in itself is no understatement what he has done is incredible I I don't know how I feel about the same fans cheering him after giving him such a hard hard time yes it was time for him to move on yes things weren't working but I think he because he hadn't focused on just coaching and he focused on protecting you know Arsenal economically uh, protecting some of the members who were um, in the backroom staff who weren't doing their job right uh, the owners obviously coming in and, and not having a clue about the club or the culture or the country or the players or the fans all the stuff he had to do just to carry that that in itself is is hard to stomach and so I kind of I kind of worry that will he always come out the same way he started or at least his first five to six years how successful he was the players that he brought on board the 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 beautiful football he created for for fans will that be the same and i also genuinely genuinely hope he gets a statue 
outside the stadium. For those thinking, statue, what are you talking about? Normally, in honor of, you know, ex-players or coaches or um, people that, who represented the club, they normally build a statue of them outside. You kind of remember the Rocky uh, movie when he had his own statue outside for all the success he had in Philadelphia. It's very similar to that in football. And I, and I think he does. He really, really deserves it. I know Henri has one, Adams, Burkamp, um, Wrighty, but... but yeah, Arsene Wenger deserves one. Anyway, let me know what you guys think. And also, if you've watched the documentary, firstly, where have you watched it? And secondly, what did you make of it? Let me know. 4215 at the or do or start up into my DMs at Omar Dury on Instagram. And I will be right back after the break, folks. Here's some more tunes for you on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Dury on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yes, we are back and we are live and it's almost full time on Pulse 95 Radio on the Halftime Show with your boy Omar Adori. Wow, what a show. Okay, so we spoke about personalities in sport, from LeBron to Cristiano to Michael Jordan to Deontay Wilder. That was interesting. We also spoke about the World Cup draw, which has got everyone talking. Everyone is saying, oh my God, how are Portugal and Italy going to potentially face each other? And that's no disrespect to the other teams as well. We, we obviously want the other teams to do well. But not having the European champions or Cristiano Ronaldo at the World Cup is going to be hard to swallow. So that's another thing. And then we also spoke about, uh, you know, leaders and personalities in, uh, you know, your, let's say your work environment. Um, does that, does does it work for you? The uh, humanitarian versus authoritarian approach when it comes down to how you're dealt to. Uh, to, to rise to an occasion or for example a mission or a project or something like that uh, with a, a video coming out of Cristiano Ronaldo when he was at Juventus following claims that it was quite a toxic environment with him being there and it's better off not having him in the dressing room I think that's a bit controversial but yeah um, all these things and by the way thank you very much for all your support and love on the show we uh, we do our best to bring on the best people here for you we've had some pretty impressive guests uh, we had Condado obviously Condado FC were here we had Jeff Zorn that's also been an episode that a lot of people have been talking to me about actually I was I was out and someone stopped me uh, while I was out and said hey great show with Jeff <laughs> Just, just randomly. Great show, Jeff. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I, I knew he was talking about, but I was kind of still surprised that he he knew who I was and he also knew who Jeff was and, and he was very nice about it. And that was, uh, his name was Hussein, I think he was. So so shout out to him for that. That was very, very nice of him to kind of stop me and say that, which was, which was cool. But also, we try to mix it up, you know, we don't, we like to bring on different different guests from different walks of life. You know, Karim Tayara was another one. 
a match analyst, you know, someone who spends hours and hours and hours dissecting, you know, clips for his coach or his manager to have a look at. He worked at West Ham. He's currently working at the UAE national team. That was pretty impressive. I like that, um, that episode. I think that was more like a, 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 you know, a chat between me and him about sports in general. Very, very cool to get his insight on, uh, on sports and, and development. We talked about the talent ID, youth development, youth spotting um, athletes. That was very, very cool. And also, um, Omar, Omar Bissalah as well. That was another one who, a UAE fencer, international, is trying to get into the world championships next year. So we had quite a few people, quite a few people on the show recently. And I'm very, very grateful for all your support. Thank you very much. That is full time on the halftime show thank you very much for tuning in as always shout out to everyone who is locked in on the hour on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 tune in live every monday wednesday and saturday from 3 p.m 